Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We've been reading in the book of Exodus. Now, last time we read Exodus chapter 24. And at the end of chapter 24, the Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and stay there, and I will give you the stone tablets with the law and the commandments which I have written for their instruction, being the children of Israel. Moses entered the midst of the cloud and went up the mountain, and he was on the mountain forty days and forty nights. Now that's how Exodus chapter 24 ends. We're ready to read Exodus chapter 25. Now I am reading in the Amplified Bible. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Tell the children of Israel to make an offering for me from every man whose heart moves him to give willingly. You shall take my offering. This is the offering you are to receive from them. Gold, silver, and bronze. Blue, purple, and scarlet fabric. Fine twisted linen. Goat's hair. Ram's skins dyed red. Porpoise skins. Now, I want to make a note here or mention that porpoise skins are mentioned several times here in the Old Testament. And it should be noted that we do not know which animal this truly was. I'm not sure why it's translated porpoise skin, but the meaning of the Hebrew word is uncertain, and they're not sure what animal skin is actually being referred to, but it is thought to be some leather, you know, some form of leather from some animal. So it's still going to say porpoise skin because we don't have any other translated word and no one knows what that animal was to them at that time. We can be pretty sure that it wasn't porpoise because there were no porpoises or dolphins out in the middle of the wilderness. So, just want to mention that so that there's an understanding that they were not somehow gathering porpoises on land, okay? The, the fact is, I don't know why it got translated that way, but uh, we don't know which animal it really was that they were using that is translated to porpoise. And I don't know why they translated it to porpoise, but... So just think of it as some animal skin or some animal leather, okay? All right. So also, <clears throat> we're going to continue on from there. Acacia wood. Acacia wood. I believe that is pronounced correctly. And this is a tree that grows wild in the Sinai region. And it's a pretty, pretty tough wood from the sounds of it. So it's acacia wood. Olive oil for lighting, balsam for the anointing oil and for the fragrant incense, onyx stones and setting stones for the priest's ephod and for the breastpiece. We'll try to get into what these different articles of clothing are as best we can, okay? <clears throat> Have them build a sanctuary for me so that I may dwell among them. You shall construct it in accordance with everything that I'm going to show you as the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furniture. Now, God is going to give them the 
the layout, the details of what they need to construct these things. He's going to tell them how everything is to be made and what it's to be made with and the specifications. So he's designing and giving them his design for this tabernacle, this sanctuary, for what purpose? So that he may dwell among them. That's what God is always wanting to do. He's always wanting to have this relationship with us. You notice with Adam and Eve, he would come down to the garden to visit. He wants to have that relationship, and he wanted to have that relationship here with the children of Israel. He had them make a sanctuary. Uh, we, I think they called it the uh, tabernacle, and it was kind of a roving temple type of idea. It wasn't a temple, but it was their mobile version of the temple um, that they would move from place to place. And it will, then God would be there in that sanctuary so that he could dwell with them. All right, going to continue on. <clears throat> they shall make an ark of acacia wood, two and a half cubits long, one and a half cubits wide, and one and a half cubits high. You shall overlay the ark with pure gold, overlay it inside and out, and you shall make a gold border or frame around its top. You shall cast four gold rings for it and attach them to the four feet, two rings on either side. You shall make carrying poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. And put the poles through the rings on the sides of the ark by which to carry it. The poles shall remain in the rings of the ark. They shall not be removed from it, so that the ark itself need not be touched. You shall put into the ark the testimony, the Ten Commandments, which I will give you. You shall make a mercy seat cover of pure gold. There's a note for this. Now, this is a special cover. Now, this cover is serving as a place of atonement for sin, the mercy seat where you go to get mercy, where the high priest would sprinkle the blood of a sacrifice to reconcile the Israelites to God. So it is called the mercy seat for that reason. That's where you would go to offer your sacrifice and the priest would sprinkle the blood there so that you would obtain mercy. Okay. <clears throat> you shall make a mercy seat cover of pure gold, two and a half cubits long and one and a half cubits wide. You shall make two cherubim winged angelic figures of solid hammered gold at the two ends of the mercy seat. Make one cherub at each end, making the cherubim of one piece with the mercy seat at its two ends. The cherubim shall have their wings spread upward, covering the mercy seat with their wings and facing each other. The faces of the cherubim are to be looking downward toward the mercy seat. You shall put the mercy seat on the top of the ark, and in the ark you shall put the testimony which I will give you. There I will meet with you 
from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubim, which are on the ark of the testimony, I will speak intimately with you regarding every commandment that I will give you for the Israelites. So notice this is, this is the plan that God would meet. He says, I will meet with you from above the mercy seat. So not only will you obtain mercy, but he will meet with you there and he will speak with you regarding every commandment. So this is to be a place of, of meeting for them to be able to go to God. You shall make a table of acacia wood, two cubits long, one cubit wide, and one and a half cubits high. You shall overlay it with pure gold and make a border of gold around the top of it. You shall make a rim of a hand width around it. You shall make the gold border for the rim around it. You shall make four gold rings for it and fasten them at the four corners that are the table's four legs. The rings shall be close against the rim as holders for the poles to carry the table. You shall make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold so that the table may be carried with them. You shall make its plates for the showbread and its cups for incense and its pitchers and bowls for sacrificial drink offerings, you shall make them of pure gold. You shall set the bread of the presence, what they call the showbread, on the table before me at all times. You shall make a lampstand of pure gold. The lampstand and its base and its shaft shall be made of hammered work. Its cups, its calyxes, and its flowers shall be all of one piece with it. Six branches shall come out of its sides, three branches of the lampstand out of the one side, and three branches of the lampstand out of its other side, the shaft being the seventh branch. Three cups shall be made like almond blossoms, each with a calyx and a flower on one branch, and three cups made like almond blossoms on the other branch with a calyx and a flower. So for the six branches coming out of the lampstand and in the center shaft of the lampstand, you shall make four cups shaped like almond blossoms with their calyxes and their flowers. A calyx shall be under the first pair of branches coming out of it, and a calyx under the second pair of branches coming out of it, and a calyx under the third pair of branches coming out of it, or the six branches coming out of the lampstand. Their calyxes and their branches shall be of one piece with it. All of it shall be one piece of hammered work of pure gold. Then you shall make the lamps of the lampstand, seven in number, with one lamp on the top of the shaft. The priests 
shall set up its seven lamps so that they will light the space in front of it. Its snuffers and their trays shall be made of pure gold. It shall be made from a talent, which is 50 to 80 pounds of pure gold. That's, that's a general estimate based on what they used to do. From what we know, we believe that this talent would have been 50 to 80 pounds, okay, of pure gold, including all these utensils. See that you make them exactly after their pattern, which was shown to you on the mountain. Now, this was God being very detailed, giving them, you know, very detailed instructions on how to make these things. That's important to note that. Now, this is the end of chapter 25, and it's important to notice that he was being very detailed in how they would create this tabernacle and the furniture and the lampstand and the table, all these things, the ark, all these things have to be made the way God says, according to his design. And it's important to notice this. Um, we will see later in the New Testament where we are the temple of God. And we are much like, because we're, you know, God is within us and we are his temple. We have to keep ourselves made correctly according to his instructions, meaning we're following his instructions all the time. We're living with God all the time. Here, this is way back in the beginning. This is like very early on, like you're teaching. Um, think of it as like teaching a, a very young child. We have to do things this way, and then later they'll be able to understand more. But in the beginning, this is what how we have to start, and it's like a it's like one of the first little steps of learning that things have to be by God's design. We have to make things and do things God's way, the way he tells us, exactly the way he gives us the pattern to do. So this is all teaching and learning at the same time, doing things by God's design, which is what the end result is supposed to be. So just my thoughts on that, but that is the end of Exodus chapter 25. I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.